0: And welcome to another amazing episode of From the Couch Sports. I am Eric, and tonight, as always, I am joined by the man people have begun
1: referring to as the My Guy Whisperer, Kieran Stack. Kieran, how are you? You know, I'm just picking my guys like, like I'm getting paid to, even though I'm not. Shout out Manscaped.
2: Who are those people?
1: Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase,
0: and Derrick Henry.
2: No, no, the people talking about him being the My Guy Whisperer.
0: Oh, the people, the people in my head. The people, the people, <laughs> the people. Also with us, the man who believed in Davis Mills when few others would, Jerome Peterson. You got him right. Be, he, he didn't believe in him. He had to play him. <laughs> oh,
2: booby, th- booby! there were 20 other quarterbacks that I could have played. I picked the one that beat you and Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: All right. Well, if you run the tape back to last week, you seemed less than enthused about. Facing off against me this week,
2: and yet I That's stuck with, saying. and I stuck with the play, and it worked. Ah, I love I don't it think when a plan that comes worked. Together. I
1: think that I don't think it's so much as your plan working as much as everyone on my team dying.
2: What are you talking about? Mostert had twenty point nine points. Mixon had eighteen points. Devonte Adams had seventeen points. Jimmy scored twenty one.
1: Romeo had a goose egg. Brees Hall Oh, got hey,
2: hurt. Uh, you said you said everybody on your team dying. I'm just saying you had a bunch of people that, that scored something.
1: Yeah, getting uh, well, getting you, you didn't you plus... didn't win because of Davis Mills.
2: <laughs> no, you're right. No, I won because Tennessee got 19 points against Indy. I won because uh Juwan Johnson completely surprised everybody except for me, uh, against Arizona. Like, you know, Paris Campbell. I mean, like I'll probably never get a, a a a performance out of Paris Campbell like that again with Matt Ryan on the bench, you know, it's just, you know, a perfect storm of the right people in the right places at the right time.
0: Yeah. It just the, so happens.
2: You took that L
0: by the way, oh. Jerome, our our trade for Alec Pierce is officially dead in the water. I, I won't touch anyone wearing an Indy Jersey now. I'm aware of that. Thank you. Love, love the talent, but, um, so okay that was Kieran's week unless Kieran, you have something else to add. About.
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't good. It was it was it was pain everywhere. Pain everywhere. Uh Jerome Yo, how was the Karen, rest- Karen let's just point out. You were projected at
2: 133 and you finished with 115. Yeah. Okay. So like it really wasn't that bad. It was still pretty bad.
1: I, I, I it was no it was scoring- a, it was a it was a fine week it was the result that was bad.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, would say shit, there was a bunch of people in the league that didn't score over a hundred.
0: Yep. Wish I was playing then. I would I would say that getting 20 plus points out of Jimmy Garoppolo is a huge win. Like that's a, that's a that's a huge win. Uh Jerome, we'll we'll cut to you real quick since we started going over how your week no, absolutely.
2: Uh one of the league of record, one in ESPN, and I lost in all the others, unfortunately. Uh some some real heartbreakers. Um I didn't really uh, suffer the wrath of the injury demon this week. Not as bad as it could have been. Um, You know, a few miscalculations here and there. Um, I got to stop believing Cortland Sutton's going to actually do something. I really should stop doing that uh, because he is hurting me. Not that I have anything real to put in his
0: place at the moment, but, you know, still. Not good. Yeah, he's he's officially moved into the I don't know, opportunistic start at best. I mean, yeah, uh, it's it's gotten real ugly. No, the injury bug that was a scary thing. If you avoided that this week, sorry, Kieran. Uh, if you avoided that this week, you know, good on you. Um,
1: I went two, but I, two. I
2: lost I lost Brees Hall in the ESPN league though, so like,
1: you know,
0: I got touched there. You got where, more. Where, where, did it,
1: where did it touch you? Yeah, you Mm. got groped. Show me on this doll.
0: Yeah. Non-consensual groping. Uh, No, I went two and two. League of Record team is in first place this week before my showdown with the OG Stack Daddy facing my first big test without Awesome Excellence. So we'll see how that goes. Otherwise, I just can't seem to string together two wins in a row in any of my other leagues. Um, Lots of things going awry right now, you know, including having to start Jeff Wilson and CMC on one team last week and having Aaron Jones in another league. I feel like with Aaron Jones, one of the things to remember going into next year is how much I hate having him on my team and having zero idea when he'll be great and when he'll ghost me. So that's fun. Uh, But yeah, league of record teams, it's doing well, it's doing well. Let's go into hot and bother drone kick us off. Gentlemen, unfortunately, with
2: DK and, you know, Pert and Lockett dealing with some lingering issues, uh, we're about to see a real fall from grace from Geno Smith. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't doesn't look good. doesn't look good for the man uh, in Seattle. I'm cool and calm about this. Um, because we were all expecting the shoe to drop at some point. I just didn't. I thought it would be because of his own lack of ability instead of just being that the offense around him took a shit.
1: Kieran? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm 100% on board with it. I'm hot and bothered by it. You know, Gino was a guy I kind of called it from week one, like, oh, is Gino good? And it's like, yeah, he's good when he's got DK and Lockett to just kind of launch it to because Gino's got an arm. He's not the most accurate guy in the world, but if you throw it in the vicinity of either one of those guys, they're gonna you know find a way to make a play and come down with the ball nine times out of ten, I'd say. So I feel like the you know no DK for sure, and you know a question mark over Lockett means you know Geno Smith is definitely gonna take a hit for that.
2: I mean, especially with with the Giants coming up this week, uh, it's a really tough matchup for them. For and sure. yet, and yet, Seattle is still favored.
0: I I think you know. Last week, he spent most of the game without DK Metcalf. He had seventy-four completion percentage, uh, one hundred and five passer rating. He might just, he might be just fine. This offense is built to make easy decisions for their quarterback. They've got a successful rushing attack um, and a surprisingly fun team overall. I he might just be fine. I don't know. Do you get how long is DK out?
1: I don't know if that my head. high
2: ankle sprains probably oh, he's
1: done probably oh, he's you know, four weeks. Up. Yeah.
2: No, no, sorry. Sorry. It was uh patellar tendon. Uh Last word I got was that he was going to try and practice on it this week and see what happens, which is crazy, but
1: still. Yeah, we do. if you ask me,
0: yeah, it, it goes a little bit into Kieran's uh next topic, so I, I won't go too far into it, but we've seen players thinking that they can do whatever the hell they want with uh you know with high ankle sprains and you know they get proven wrong all the time. So I i don't know. I I'm lukewarm and titillated. It's definitely possible. History tells us that these upstart quarterbacks don't keep these things up, but it's hard to argue with what he's been doing. Um I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the ride.
1: So uh lukewarm and titillated. Kieran, your topic. So yeah, boys, it's uh it's time to get zapped. And yes, I'm talking about my boy, Bailey Zappy, uh, getting it done up in Foxborough. But yeah, I mean, I get, you know, the point I'm really making here is that, you know, he might be the new guy now. It might be that, you know, Mac Jones time might be over in, in New England. Um, we've seen Bill do this in the past, obviously at other positions, not at quarterback because he had, you know, Tom Brady, but I don't know. I feel like Bill's one of those guys that's going to do whatever it takes to win. And it's not to say that if Bailey starts screwing up a little bit, he's going to get his ass benched as well. But I feel like the way Belichick operates and the way he runs things is kind of like, all right, what have you done for me lately? And if that's poor play, he's going to sit you. And if it's good play, you're going to play. I am cool and calm about this
0: because I watched the, unfortunately I watched the first, you know, Three quarters of that game last night, Monday night football. And Mac looked bad. He looked bad. But his first game back, he rushed himself back. And you know, I guess I mean, Kieran, if you're saying it, it's a short-term thing, like, you know, Zappy's not the long-term answer, but he's the answer for right now, what the team needs. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I think Mac is recovering, but first round pick. First round pick. And you know, from an organizational standpoint, I think that there has to be some kind of thought given to the fact that when you draft someone these days in the first round, it means you get that fifth-year option for a quarterback. That's invaluable because of the amount of money you don't spend there. <laughs> the Patriots are pretty cap-strapped with how terrible they have been in free agency. So I don't know. Um, I'm cool and calm about it. I, I think I think Mac brings as much to that team. Beyond the hype, like the Jeremy Lynn aspect, I think Mac brings as much to that team as Bailey Zappi does, and it's just hard to see, like right now. You know what I mean, uh, Jerome? What are your feelings? I
2: I, I think it's a, a obviously a really really poor poor look on um, on the Patriots uh, staff thinking oh let's let's bench Mac and and then Zappi just like. Don't listen to the crowd. Who has the most experience in the offense? Not, not who's been on the hot hand, quote unquote. He's still just a kid.
0: Wait, to, wait to, be, to be fair, to be fair, this offense. Now, on the team, Mac has spent two years, but the Josh McDaniels offense left last year. The Matt Patricia offense is upon us. And Bailey Zappi has played as much real football, if not more real football at this point in the season, than Mac has. So who has more experience? I would say right now, Bailey Zappi has more experience.
2: Who spent more time with the ones
0: this year in real, like, you know, like mid season.
2: No, it, we're not talking about mid season, dude. Since preseason, Max been running with the ones
0: he has been. He's, he has been. He,
2: that, how many weeks is preseason six?
0: A three. Oh, wait, you mean off, like, Oh, not the preseason itself, like but the pre-season, you mean off-season? Like, like from the F. season, yeah, from yeah.
2: the, you know, I mean, it's it's max offense. He spent more time with the ones than Bailey. I mean, if he's having a bad game, everybody has a bad game. Fucking Dan Jones had a bunch of bad games that turned into bad seasons.
0: So you're but, anti- see, I'm I'm pro them putting Bailey in because no, Bailey No, it's it's escapist. It's
2: it's like uh, we can't make this work. So let's try and make something else work. Oh, wait, this didn't work
0: either. I would like, think that you would have the exact opposite opinion because I think what Bill did was Pull out all the stops to win that game. Like Mac was on a trajectory pull, to lose what that game. Pull what pull pull what stops? The stop the guy who's stopping you under center. That's what I would say. How about how about like
2: pull out all the stops on fucking defense? How about pull out some of the fucking morons that were giving up all those points to the to the goddamn Bears? How about that? Did anybody I mean obviously nobody pays attention to it as much, but did did the defensive captain get pulled? Because he couldn't put shit together on defense,
0: uh, that's fair. That's a fair argument. I,
2: like, I, there's two sides to football. I mean, yeah, you can't win without putting well, there's, points there's, on the board. There's no sides But it's it's a, it's a hell of a lot easier when your defense stops them from putting points on the board. You know what I mean? And if if you're having issue, if you're, you're, your your starting quarterback is
0: having some issues, like, I don't know, man. I I thought work that work it out. I thought that the players on defense played fine. Belichick did they? Can't...
2: now did they? Because because the Bears know. put thirty three so. on them.
0: <laughs> well, okay, but there were I think five or six turnovers by the Patriots' offense, so that's never going to put your defense in a good position to succeed either. That's all I'm saying.
2: Okay. Well, two of the I know two of them were zappy. So fair? I, I mean, you know, I think there's like I said, there's there's other sides to this. I I think it's completely escapist. I think. I think the the Patriots organization should just just pack their balls up and go home <laughs> like you, you have Matt. Patricia doesn't shouldn't belong on, as an offensive coordinator. Shouldn't belong in the league anymore, uh, for being honest, like dude, dude can't like he's just there because he's it's fucking nepotism of fucking Bill Belichick like, dude, it's over. Like the 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 offense isn't making any sense. They 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 switching a quarterback mid game is a a fucking red flag that your coaches don't know what to fucking do. No,
0: I agree. He should have never played. I mean, Man. I mean, so let,
2: let's 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 take let's take the Patriots organization out of this, right? So the last few weeks in in I know we're spending a lot of time on this, but just think of it like this. From the other side, look at Tampa Bay, Tom Brady is playing really terrible football as a quarterback, why don't they pull him out and put somebody
0: else in there? Legacy, I guess. Fans in the stands. They expect
2: him to figure it out. You can't, you can't have, I mean, yeah, Max in his second year, you can't expect a quarterback to figure it out if you don't give him the opportunity on the field to figure it out. That's all. We can move on. I'm sorry.
0: That's uh, okay. Uh, you know, I think that's enough talk about the patriots for a while I, I did just see god i love pro football reference because i'm on gino's page from the first topic and his real name is eugene cyril smith the third
1: why would he not use that that's way cooler than gino smith eugene is not cooler than anything as someone who is yeah. not cool i will say that Eugene. especially
2: since you're the third of them
1: yeah you don't want to feel the third. like no the, the you you no, no, okay. Eugene in a vacuum isn't cool. Eugene Cyril Smith the third sounds pretty dope.
2: <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, you know what? You let us know how that goes when you name little Stack Baby. And we'll
1: Eugene Cyril Stack the third.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's no first or second. He's the first, but he's also the third.
2: Listen, you <laughs> could do it. You you could do what uh, Jermaine Jackson did. You have your majesty. Jermaz J- Jistee the second and Jermaz
0: Jistee the third. That's just Jeez. a lack of creativity. Yeah. Okay, on to the next topic. <laughs> um, and It is mine. Extend Dan Jones and Saquon Barkley. The New York football giants are six and one and their two top offensive players are due for contract extensions or free agency at the end of the season. Party pooper time. This is an Awesome story and a fun one, but I am ice cold and shivering on the idea of giving either of these players an extension. We've seen this story play out innumerable times with other situations, and it's so easy to get wrapped up in the winning and the fun to forget that. So this season ends, right? And fans and experts alike say, get Danny Dimes a receiver. So then Dayball and company break the bank for the new hotness receiver on the market. And what happens? We've seen it. We know who Dan Jones is when the offense relies on him, and it ain't pretty. Start over. If you can win with Dan Jones, and Seattle can win with Geno, you can find talent elsewhere. Saquon? Nope. Nope. I won't be fooled again. We just saw Brees Lightning go down. We see running back seemingly weakly go down. We've seen Saquon go down. Think like, twice. Nope.
1: Someone else can pay for the town. Boys? Yeah, and I feel like this one's like a little bit tougher. I feel like it was almost like, <clears throat> you know, when we were having these discussions about Lev Bell, it was like, oh, my God, why don't you pay him? And then he went to the Jets and showed us why you don't pay him. Um, same thing you know, same thing could be said about Zeke. It's, you know, you pay him, and then they have a down year, and it's like, well, why do we pay you this much for this long of a term? You know, it's because they don't make running backs like they used to anymore. They don't make Emmett Smith's or Adrian Peterson's anymore. They're not going to play for 10, 15 years. That's just not how the game works anymore. where it's not position positions played anymore. You get hurt. It's, you know, that's part of the game and careers are a lot shorter for running backs nowadays. So I completely get that. And then Dan, you know, I'm right there with you with Dan Jones as well. I mean, yeah, he had a good year or he's having a good year right now, but I mean, things can go six and 11 real quick. They can,
0: they can. I just, I think that he limits your offense, and I think that defenses in the NFL are incredibly smart, and they figure that shit out. Um, Some of them.
1: Some of them. Some of them. They also Uh, have the luxury of having one of those very good defenses.
0: This year. We saw it a a few years ago with the Giants where they had a magical defensive year, and and it faltered. So sometimes, Jerome, your opinion.
2: I am hot and bothered about this. Uh I have always been a proponent of not paying big not paying big contracts to players. Um there is statistical proof that players that get paid big contracts do not fulfill their end in terms of high level of performance beyond the first year after. they they never finish their term of their they it's almost never that they finish the term of their contract at at or even near the top of their game. um That being said, I think the Giants should offer one year deals uh with a lot of money in uh incentives.
0: They can also franchise tag them or one of them.
2: No, I I, I would I would offer him a contract like, hey, here's some money. It's a good chunk of money. And we will pay you a lot more money if you hit these metrics. Like if I was a GM, that's what I'd be I'd be offering. I'd be offering huge money, stupid money in incentives. If you throw for 5000 yards, I'll give you five mil. If you Throw for four thousand yards. I'll give you three and a half mil. Like incentivize them that way. That way, you'll if if they come to play, they're earning something. Look at look at Josh Jacobs. He is trying his goddamnedest to Earn to earn a fucking contract.
0: He gonna get paid. Oh, he's, he's gonna.
2: And then he'll never play like that again.
0: Sure, but. This is, you gotta,
2: you, I mean, and I'm I'm not one to say yeah, like keep them hungry, fuck those guys. Like, no. If you I, I think it should be completely incentive based. A good a good chunk of money up front, like, hey, we're we're glad you're staying with the team. Here's a chunk of money up front. I will give you stupid money if you play really well. And or if it. you don't, if you don't, then you don't. And you you take your chunk of money and uh, and you're gone next year.
0: Well, I I quote Moneyball. Uh, you know, a one-year contract to a GM is the same as it is to a coach, and there's not a lot of faith there. So, uh, you know, a lot of players would rather have the job security of multi-year contracts, which is the problem with one-year, highly incentivized contracts. Just give them a five-year, mo- heavily incentivized contract. Okay. Make it even
2: further. Like, hey, here, yeah, you know, write it out. Listen. Here, here are our expectations for one year, and you'll know there are expectations because that's where the big dollars are. These are our expectations. And then have have compiling stuff. If after four years you reach this level, you'll get this much money. But just know that I expect something out of you. I'm not just going to give you a guaranteed contract so you can show up on Monday and just play mediocre football.
0: Well, let's let's talk about somebody that the Ravens expect to play big time football. Jerome. The Gus bus is back. Even though Kenny Drake
2: started with the with the the starting position and Gus only had what, like 35 snaps, 20, 25 snaps, something like that in the range of
0: 35 to 40. Yeah.
2: Yeah. uh, A really small number, like like 20 percent of snaps. He still went off uh, 16 attempts for 66 yards and two touchdowns, 18.6 points. Amazing. Amazing. That's just the tip of the iceberg for him. He is back and it's very exciting. Um I have him in uh, some of my other leagues. Uh Eric has him in the league of record.
0: He's available for trade, buddy, if you want him.
2: Uh I, I Eric Eric just, there's so much there's so much bad blood in the past i i even re- <laughs> i even regret sending you something the other day uh it's just there's just there's nothing good there's nothing good about trading with you it
0: never ends well wait those trades were fair no it, they weren't okay <laughs> um i would say that i am hot and bothered about this and don't get me wrong because i do love Gus bus but i what i'm hot and bothered about is it's, it's exciting to see that this position on this team still has a ton of value. You know, we haven't seen like for years, ever since the Lamar Jackson era and actually really during the John Harbaugh era, like the Ravens running back has been fantasy gold. And we have been missing that for the, the last 17 games, you know, the last 17 consecutive, maybe even the last year and a half, I guess you could say. So, this is exciting. I hope that this continues um, because it's more interesting when the Ravens have an exciting rushing attack.
1: Darren, you know, I'll one hundred percent agree, um, especially to the point that you know, the like you know, the AFC North obviously, and of course, the NFL is a lot better. I think that when the Ravens can rush the ball outside of Lamar Jackson, um, I think the the way that Harbaugh has like drawn up plays when they have a, a good running back to fall back on is amazing. You know when they had you know Ingram's like second stint where he was lights out. Ray Rice obviously when they won the Super Bowl, it's just a lot of fun. Same thing with J.K. Dobbins when he's when he's healthy. Um, it's they're a lot of fun to watch, um, and I think it's really awesome that um, the, the Gus Bus is going to be getting his looks. It seems like if he can keep up this level of play, you know, and give them a dual backfield now which is going to be very dangerous. Yeah. And it's cool
0: because he was injured and he
1: came back from his injury. And uh, so, all right, Kieran, let's go <clears> to yours. Yes, yeah, So this one, it's, it's kind of something, I don't know if I'm hot and bothered about it or cool and calm about it. Um, so I can, I've kind of posed it as a question to you boys, but is it too early to declare Trevor Lawrence a bust? I'm leaning towards, yes, it is too early. Um, I'm cool and calm at the fact that, it, you know, people are calling him a bust it's his second year in the league. Um, he's finally got a competent head coach. And we've already seen levels of, you know, large levels of improvement, especially at the beginning of the year. Um, in recent weeks, it's been, you know, tough to watch. I'm the, you know, I'm a sufferer of, holy crap, those first two weeks were amazing. I'm going to start them. And then it's like, nope, everyone figured him out already too late. But I feel like that's just part of growth. That's how you get better as a quarterback is adapting to those types of situations. And I think he has the perfect head coach to help him do it. I mean... We're talking to a guy, you know, we're talking about a head coach that made everyone believe Carson Wentz was going to win MVP. So he's got <clears throat> he's got the tools, he's got the pieces. I think he just needs a little bit better of an offensive line. And, you know, in the in the coming years via draft or or trades and things like that, I think that's something that they can definitely handle. Cause I don't think their cap situation is all that bad. Yeah,
0: to to anyone, just real quick, to anyone who's saying that he is a
1: bus or
0: you know, they're getting ready to, you're you're wrong. The numbers would tell you that you're wrong. In every statistical category, he's playing lights out much better than he did in his rookie year, which was an admittedly terrible rookie year. Oh, my God, yeah. But his passer rating, 88.9 last year, 71.9. His QBR, 52.1 last year, 33.5. He's got a 9-4 to touchdown to interception ratio. The guy's playing better. He is on what I think is probably an outmoded offensive scheme. That's, I think we're being shown that week in and week out, but let's also not forget that he came within, I think, half a yard of beating the New York giants last week. Like let's give that credence because did they do it? No, but he put his player in a position to succeed. He threw a beautiful pass. The giants, the giants, the, the,
2: the penalties against the giants in that last drive put trevor lawrence there it it really wasn't wasn't great play that that drive wasn't great on him uh the giants gave him an opportunity that he seized and he did everything he could out of it he came close but most of the reason for those yards were were back to back to back penalties from the giants unfortunately
0: for them and for him i'm just Uh, saying it it one one yard more and we're telling a different story right now No,
2: you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, The reason for it being would be the same. Irregardless of that, I think anybody that is saying that T-Law is a bust is extremely short-sighted and they don't actually know anything about football. They may be a fan of the sport, but they don't actually know anything about it. Um, They certainly don't look at statistics uh, like our nerd friend over here. Um, So... You know, I'm cool and calm about this. It is uh, way too early to even have that discussion. Uh, his second year, as as previously stated, he has a good offensively minded coach. Um, some things just take time.
0: I would agree. Um, and especially when you enter the league with that much talent and you improve in your second year, uh, it's just way, way too early. All right. Next topic. Um you know, sorry, Kieran, for the pain, but breeze lightning being done for the year will stymie the New York Jets' magical run. Here's the thing I would be calm and cool about this if the Jets could shock the NFL by totally switching schemes and give Zach Wilson the keys to the offense, similar to how the Bengals have done with Joe Burrow over the last four games. Uh, the problem is, I have no evidence in front of me to suggest that they do that and it leads to wins. And you'll have to excuse me if I don't think that a combo of Michael Carter and James Robinson can make up for Brees' electric play on offense. It's a damn shame because the defense is special. Uh, Hot and bothered.
1: I'm going to say I'm lukewarm and titillated about it. Um, Obviously, Brees Hall was a major part of that magical run, but there's 22 guys that got to go out there and play 60 minutes. He's not the, you know, he may be the, you know, the one shining moment of that offense that like, you know, they can rally around and play for. But I mean, there's still other there's still other elements of that offense that I think, you know, can do well and help them win games. And, you know, maybe this is something that's like, all right, well, maybe now we do have to give Zach Wilson a shot here to run the offense. It's his second year in the league as well. Um, He's been hurt a few times, obviously, but, you know, it's his second year. He's been around the game for a year and a half now. <clears throat> um and you know, much like Mac Jones, you know, it's Zach Wilson's offense too. So I think, you know, this could be the the jolting moment that they do give Zach Wilson the reins to the offense. And like you said, Eric, their defense is phenomenal this year. Um, you know, it's the it's the defense of the, you know, the mid early two thousands when, you know, Mark Sanchez was taking him to AFC championship games. You know, it's um it's it's a defense that is incredible in every in every facet of the game and i you know I'm, lu- I'm lukewarm about it obviously they're gonna take a hit but i don't think it's gonna completely derail the the progress that they've made
0: a quick point to kieran and bring like kieran stringing together the trevor lawrence discussion wilson over his four games started has one touchdown pass two interceptions um he does, He has risen his QBR. His QBR last year, boys, was twenty eight point two. Um, so yeah, that's that's more than doubled. It's at forty eight point six, which is good. But I don't I higher don't than the, yours. That's damn. That's <laughs> damn sure correct. I have thrown less interceptions though than Zach Wilson. Uh, Jerome, your thoughts? I
2: like the Jets staff's response to this. Was go out and get another good running back and continue doing business the way you're doing it. They went out and got James Robinson and now between him and Carter, they will continue running it down your throat and having their defense keep them in games. That having a having a defense keep you in the game, a strong run game and keeping your quarterback from doing too much to give the game away seems to be the New York formula because it's pretty much what New York Jets and Giants are both doing right now. Keep the ball. Keep your quarterback from making mistakes as much as possible. Run it down their throats and have their defense make big plays and keep them in the game.
0: It's a Damn shame, though. I mean,
2: Brees was Yanke- Yankees
1: didn't get that memo. Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, no, no,
2: man. I'm didn't. surprised we haven't talked about the choking hazard. I mean, just you can you couldn't win anything. Not even—not even a game.
1: Nothing. The, aer- the two of the three Aarons got to get the hell out of there. Mm. 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 Okay, let's
0: go on to the game of the week. Hello, you play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. and I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win.: Overall, a great week for the podcast. Karen went four and0 while Jerome and I went three and one. Karen stays in the lead at 15 and 7, followed by me at 12 and 10, and Jerome staying in it at 10 and 12. My game of the week is a battle of surprising playoff contenders i went with the i went with the excuse me nine giants at seattle and once again las vegas is making new york the underdogs as the seahawks are favored by three i heard a stat last week uh by football outsiders using their advanced metrics uh evidenced the giants as the worst five and one team of all time well I love No, stats. It, was, it, was the, it was the Steelers like two or three years ago. Right. Well, I, listen, I, I love stats and I appreciate what all the nerds over there at Football Outsiders are doing, but none of the stats matter when you're winning. I, am, I, I, was, I was up and down about this uh, because Seattle is a team that I want to root for more. I like the way that they play. I think their defense is improving week over week. But the DK Metcalf injury is deeply concerning. So I guess I have to go with the Giants. Um, you know, even though you say like, well, you're picking with the defense. I don't know. He's like, yeah, picking with the defense, picking with Saquon. I just I still don't really, really know how they're doing it. You know, I think I think it's kind of a big mystery. But um, yeah, I'll go with the Giants.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Giants as well. Um I picked them last week and they were underdogs last week. I I still don't know why, you know, Vegas and you know these so-called experts are saying that they're the worst, that, you know. You don't you're not a you don't, you can't win 6 games and only lose one if you're a bad team. I get it. They're one loss to the Cowboys, but I mean that they're a good team with a great coach and a great defense. And no, you know, knock on wood, no serious injury scares yet, unlike their, you know, their North Jersey counterparts.
2: I mean, I'll say this. Uh, I think one of the reasons is that with sports betting becoming so popular nationwide, there are so many mouth breathers that are just going down the line and betting all the favorite games, you know, Hoping that their ten dollar parlay wins them, you know, three grand. You Uh, talking about yourself right now? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, (laughs) I don't, I don't go down and hit all the favorites. I play that, but I actually go through the games and I pick. (laughs) And I have not bet against New York, and uh, I mean I haven't hit any on those twelve game parlays. But it's not because (laughs) it's not because of New York. It's not because of the New York Giants. Okay, it's not because of them so far. Um, you know, I I don't it, it it doesn't make any sense. It defies description in a lot of ways. I'm going with New York again. I, I think that you know New York right now uh, it gives away the third least points to the wide receiver position. I mean, you know, with with lower tiered wide receivers now, like Marquise Goodwin that are in there. Um, it's going to be difficult for Seattle. So um, I'm taking New York.
0: Okay. And Jerome, your game of the week.
2: All right. So um, you boys picked the more intriguing ones. I went with a nice close one uh, for us to, to look at with Raiders at saints Raiders being favored by two points, uh, according to um, DraftKings DraftKings sports book and uh, looking at this game, I kind of scratched my head. Raiders have been really tough. Josh Jacobs, obviously, uh, number three uh, running back on the season in fantasy. Um, they got a lot of pieces. They, they've they had a lot of close games, so I'm going to give this to the Raiders. Um, uh, I think it'll be more than two points that they'll win by, but um, the Saints have been playing pretty hard, uh, but I think the Raiders will definitely come out, would come out of this on the end.
1: Yeah, I got to agree. Um, a, a lot of the same reasons you said, Ron. I'm not going to beat a dead horse here, but I mean, Josh Jacobs seems like he's getting hot right in this moment uh, as we're talking the you know, last couple weeks. Um, and like you said, he's playing, for, he's playing for that bag, and damn it, is he earning it right now. Um, and I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. I got to go Raiders here.
0: First of all, I thought this was a good game. Jerome, I almost picked this game. I, I think it's very interesting, if only for the fact that these two teams – are sort of... I mean, they're fighting for their lives. Certainly. But I think that the Raiders really... They have more interesting pieces. It feels like the Saints are floundering more than they are. I expect Jameis Winston to start. I don't know. Last week was pretty rocky for Andy Dalton. I mean, Winston was suited up last week. Uh, But... Yeah, I guess I'll go with the Raiders. I wanted to pick the Saints just to like so that there weren't two games in a row where everyone picked the same, but, you know, here we are. So, Raiders it is. Uh, Kieran, hit us up with your last game of the week.
1: Yeah, boys, so my game of the week, uh, the quarterback uh, controversy-ridden New England Patriots heading down to North Jersey to take on the New York Jets, Sons Breeze-Lightning. Um, thought this was an interesting one. Pats are favored barely, you know, by a point and a half, which at this, you know, it's basically a pick 'em at that point. But I mean, I gotta go New York Jets here. I mean, I get it. They lost their, <clears throat> you know, number one offensive juggernaut. But like we mentioned before, you know, in in Eric's hot and bothered, you know, the defense is still stalwart. They went out and they got themselves another running back to, you know, maybe not short up as much as they'd like, but To make it so there's not a hole in the backfield now. Um, I think you pair that up with, you know, maybe giving Zach Wilson a little bit more responsibility running the offense. I think they still do well. And if there's one thing in this world that I feel like every New York Jet likes to do is beat the Patriots because they never get to. And now they're finally given a chance where it's a real possibility. And it's, you know, division rival at home. Fans are going to be insane there, I bet. I, I, everything, you know, there's very few things that can make me pick the Pats at this point.
0: I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna break the tie here of this show, uh, because I think it's the most likely scenario that I can see, like so many times games are won in the first quarter or the first, you know, 25 minutes, I guess you could say. Uh, and I could see, I think most likely is that we see a stat line of Zach Wilson is two of seven for two interceptions and 15 yards you know passing um and one of those being a pick 6 so i'm not putting my faith in bailey zappi i am putting my faith in bill Belichick and it doesn't feel quite mistake as... it doesn't feel quite as good as it used to um but um no, here not matter. uh
1: you know i, I don't know uh, I, buddy, buddy, you, you can try all you want to try and catch me in this, but it's just not going to happen.
2: It's tough. It's tough. I, I realize you're trying to be the contrarian. You're trying to get that, but it, this, this was not, this was not the game to do that in. <laughs> uh, this really wasn't. Uh, it's, it's the Pats and it, it, they're going to lose. Here's why. <laughs> okay. Against a, a Chicago defense that, that has, that is just, it's like Swiss cheese. I mean, they have just not had good football all year, really. It you know, smells. Um, not it, great. It smells. <laughs> you know, um, the Jets are playing relatively mistake free. I say relatively. Um, they're running the ball well, they're passing when they need to. Um, we're talking about, you know, a team that uh, the Jets are going to run the ball. Uh, it, it, with picking up James Robinson, they're they're they are they are telling you we are going to run the ball, and on a team that that I just watched the other night just let Justin Fields run all over them. I'm sorry, it just it doesn't it doesn't bode well, and we're talking about a a defense where Sauce Gardner is just salivating at at either Jones or Zappy throwing the ball in his relative direction. He's going to eat it up. Nom, 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 nom. I, I just, I don't see it. It's it's just not there, unfortunately.
0: The I Pats I, are
2: going to lose
0: in New Jersey. I think that it's, uh, that's, that's like assuming that James Robinson still has it. And I don't think that he does. Oh, Michael Carter has it. He's got something. I, he's a good player. He's a good player. I don't think he can carry a team. I think we've seen that now like they they went out and they drafted a running back you know the best running back in the class in the second round for a reason right like
2: yeah but now the nice thing is they don't he doesn't have to carry the team it's a committee right. and let's let's not forget uh uh, uh tyrone biggum no uh what was what's what's uh who's who's the third running back in their stable
0: tyrone smoochie wallace it's like TL, I don't know his name. Anyway,
2: whatever. Uh he 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 played That guy. Well. <laughs> yeah. He played pretty well last year too. Um, you know, so I think between the th- uh, you know a, a three-headed monster like that, I, I think they'll make it ha- I think they'll make it work. And and let's let's just for a second not forget that they actually have good wide receivers. Yeah. Elijah well, I mean... Moore, Garrett Wilson, fucking uh
0: What's the other fucking numb nuts' name? Well, Corey Davis is injured right now. He's not I gonna mean, suit up.
2: Even Braxton Berrios can catch a fucking ball when he needs to. Like these these this is they their wide receiver talent is I'll take their wide receiver talent over the Giants wide receiver talent. Oh, f- for
0: sure. Oh, okay. Right. I would take so I would take okay. Alabama's wide receiver talent.
2: Well, of course you take Alabama's
0: I'm just saying, boy. Like, the Come Giants, on. the Giants offensive, you know, their wide receiver core. I yeah. The ball, the ball doesn't magic. I mean, you might you might as well receiver.
2: take Central Tennessee State's fucking wide receiver core over the Giants at the moment.
0: Hey, you I mean, set the bar low. I didn't.
2: I didn't set that bar. You did. I. I. I got the bar. All right. So no, going back and making this longer than it really needs to be. But still, like New York has a lot going for it um, on offense. The, the only the only person really holding it back is 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 Zach Wilson. Um, is the is the most important cog in that wheel. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, know like it's not no, like it's, I, I disagree. The most important cog in that wheel is their offensive line.
0: I, their, their best offensive lineman is injured for the season now.
2: That's fine. Okay. Other guys will pick up. Well, but Jets are doing it. And I appreciate, I appreciate you're, you're making an attempt. I have, you're to. just going to bring me
0: closer to you. I, I, no, not close. I, I, I have, it's yeah. like you can't, no, you will. We can't all agree on every game, guys. I mean, we can't, like, we, a, we usually do the first time in a Hold while on. that we've all Hold agreed
2: on. Fucker. I know. You you, you, you bitching me I that to I kept picking team. one-sided games. I like all of us picked there, was, there the, the 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 biggest it was 3 3 it was uh the over under was 3 on this one. We had picked some of the closest games this week and yeah, like that's that just so happens that we settled on the same teams because yeah. those teams are probably going to fucking win.
0: I know. I know. I the, the games. The games. Picks. You know. Belly. Who, gentlemen. I mean, you know? shit.
2: If I wanted to be a fucking asshole, I could have put the Eagles, uh, Eagles, fucking uh, Steelers on here, and at least I'd get a <laughs> win against Kieran.
1: No, I picked it. I'm not. I'm not like you, dude. I play to win. I'm not just gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick a losing team just to not pick the Eagles.
0: You, <laughs> play you don't. Win. You don't.
1: You don't. You don't win game of the week. Probably two years in a row doing that.
2: I won game of the week last year.
1: Yeah, you, you did. He you did beat me by a game. Never mind.
0: But, but Kieran listens to Herm every, every week. And that's what matters. That's what matters. That
2: was a good, that was a good swipe though. Though you tried.
0: You did try. You failed. You reached Sorry. for the stars and you fell with Sorry, a thumb. kid.
2: The good thing is I'm not your enemy.
0: Not anymore. Uh, not after you lost to him last week. And the week before I, I met in fantasy. I'm um, in all, both. All right, all right, boys. I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. it. Okay. Well, uh, coming up next week is going to be our halfway fantasy football summary. I'm really fucking excited because uh, the quarter of the season has uh, a lot of Lions players highlighted in it. And uh, that's just not the case anymore. Eh, that's just not the case. But we get to talk more about Kyle Pitts. Who's excited? Who's excited? Can't wait. Can't wait. What a waste of oxygen. (laughs) Mm. So you're so you're taking the uh, NFC South, then? I'll take. No, I have the (laughs) NFC
2: East. I'm calling it right now.
0: Fair enough. All right, boys. Say good night. Boys, Boys say good night. night. You guys are in sync. Good fucking night.
2: Bye bye bye. (laughs)